Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 38. It's Monday, November 2nd, 2020. I'm Jeff Hausman. You're not supposed to know who I am. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. On the show today with me is Laddie. What up, what up? What up, Laddie? Thanks for joining me. No bow. Yeah. Yes, sir. No bow this week. Uh, it's just you and me, buddy. <laughs> but we're going to cover some NBA from our studio here in Memphis, Tennessee. Try to have some fun. Folks can reach us on Twitter at House of Hoops. It's H A U S of Hoops. We're on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us, 901-365-75. We have a voicemail this week from Bo. <laughs> Sweet. Yes, yeah, sir. And uh, we're planning on going live on Instagram shortly. you been up to this last week uh absolutely nothing trying to find jobs and uh that's it getting ready to go on vacation and i had to do all that kind of today and going to gatlinburg friday so gatlinburg yeah i'm going to take going to the girlfriend we're gonna go take a little vacation kind of much needed vacation you know ah smoky mountains all right i've been around there like uh the okoe river in that neighborhood, I guess. It's beautiful over there, man. Just it's just awesome. There's it's hills, you know. There's mountains. It's just in this time of year, dude. You can see like all like the trees changing color, you know. It's just like real nice, real pretty out there. That sounds like a nice little escape. This is funny. They have a thing called like a sky the skywalk or whatever, and it's basically like a bridge, right? And it goes across. It's like a hundred and twenty. 120 yards or something like that 160 yards and anyways on the bottom of it it's glass paneling so you can kind of look down you know and kind of see everything 
Well, as we were doing some research, I saw that in February, some kid ran across the thing and baseball slid down it and he cracked the glass in the middle of of the damn skywalk. (laughs) Like everyone was fine. It's like thick glass or whatever. Sure. But still, still like they had to like close the damn thing and like repair it, you know? Yikes. Yeah, I just think that's hilarious. Some little kid goofing off and then, you know, it's probably about a $2 million project and he just ruined it. <laughs> well, that sounds fun. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be neat. We got a cabin out there and then we're going to drive to Nashville and we're going to stay in this Dolly Parton hotel. Apparently it's new and my girlfriend wants to do it. So, you know, we got to do that. <laughs> All right. Dolly Parton, Jolene. I always like that song of hers, Jolene. Dude, Dolly Parton's great. Here's the craziest thing is that now the Tennessee Titans are able to have people at their game, and I'm thinking about maybe trying to get tickets to that game. Are those easy to get? Well, they're going for like 100 bucks a ticket, but by the time you know Sunday rolls around, they're going to be going for about like 70, 60 bucks or something, you know, just to get rid of them, you know. You've been watching? You've been watching the uh, oh yeah ticket prices. Yep, okay. they played uh, who the Titans played the Bengals, mm-hmm. and those those tickets on StubHub were going for sixty dollars a piece. Okay, that ain't bad. So, yeah, I mean, you know, why not? I mean, if if you're able to do it, why not? You know, check it out. Yeah, I would do it definitely. And I feel well, and I feel a little mischievous, you know, going to a football game in the middle of a coronavirus. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sounds like fun, though. I'm sure that there's ways for you to kind of stay away from other people. So probably be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would just kind of be cool, man. I haven't been to a football game in a long time. so mm-hmm. Nice. I haven't really been doing much this week. I've just been – I worked a ton. Between working and just trying to keep up with what was little went on in the NBA this week. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I watched, yeah, I just watched some TV, watched some YouTube videos. I don't know. Me and my girlfriend have been watching the Bernie Mac show, going back and rewatching all of those. So that's kind of like, it's a good show. That's the flip on, you know? <laughs> she loves it. I could go either way. I mean, I've seen them all, you know? But um, yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah. Bernie Mac's hilarious. And then mm-hmm. I had to go back and show her like all the old stand ups. It's like, wait. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. I don't know. Um, we should probably get into it. Bo's not here. Last week was his birthday. You know, I planned to ask him how that went and all that. I wonder. Right. But uh, he called in with a voicemail. So I think we should go ahead and play that. And then, okay. I guess, switch over to Instagram. Hey guys, sorry to miss out on tonight's show. I wanted to get your thoughts on a few things. Uh, number one, obviously Daryl Moore I watch. Bo Brady is very interested in that. I'm really sad for the Rockets fans to see Daryl Moore jump from one GM job to now the president of basketball operations for the Philadelphia 76ers. The Philly ownership group continues to spend money. They even signed general manager Elton Brand to an extension. I think Morey's going to do great things in, in anything he does. I think the 76ers will do great with Morey. He'll figure it out, and it'll it'll be awesome. See Simmons and Embiid or whatever trades Morey's going to do. That 
Tobias Harris contract is an albatross, so so is the Al Horford contract. What are y'all? What are your thoughts on who's the first to get dealt in Philly? Also, Mike D'Antoni is now Steve Nash as assistant coach. I think that's a smart move for Steve Nash and the Brooklyn Nets. And my guy Malik Beasley is in some legal trouble in Minnesota, pointing guns at people and carrying on like a crazy person. I guess he's got a bunch of weed and shit in his house. I don't know. Weed's all right, but guns pointing at people, man. All right, have a good show, guys. Sorry to miss it again. Catch you next week. So basically, he said he was sorry he missed us. Whatever. He talked about, he said he was interested about the Daryl Morey. Right. And then he talked about the Antoni and Malik Beasley because Malik Beasley got arrested. He was like pointing guns at people and shit. Um, all right. So, right. I saw that. Thank you, Bo, for calling in. Appreciate you. Let's start with Daryl Morey watch with Bo Brady. The former. GM of the Houston Rockets was introduced by the 76ers as the new team president. He signed a five-year contract with Philadelphia. The Sixers called it a can't-miss opportunity. Talked about Morris' success as a GM with the Rockets. They talked about his innovation that helped change the way the game is played today. And they pretty much just said that it was too good of an opportunity to pass up on in their eyes. Like they jumped at it right away. They said he significantly improves their chances of delivering a championship caliber team to their fans. Something Bo mentioned was they got a lot of big contracts in Philly with Tobias Harris and Al Horford guys that just haven't really produced. They've got a big chunk of their salary is tied up in four or five players. Mm-hmm. They probably will be moving some guys. Tobias Harris has the longer contract for more money. So I could see them right. trying to move off of that first. I don't know. What do you think about it? I, I think it's good. And it's so funny. He didn't he say he left Houston, so he could spend time with his family. <laughs> and then yeah. and then like a week later, a week later, he's now president of operations in Philly. It always happens like that, right? I think it's a good move because Doc Rivers, they got a new coach. So that's good on that part. You know, and they say that Daryl Morey's been – he's made more moves than any other head of operations or GMs in the past couple of years. So I think he's going to just go through that team and he's going to find a team that fits with what Doc Rivers wants to do. Mm. And I think he'll be all right. But I'm just wondering if this is going to be like trust the process part two. Mm. Remember, it was all trust the process, trust the process, and they were – tanking to get draft picks and they did really really well i mean they did they did great and then they a few years ago they were really good they're expected to almost win the east at one point mm. um i just wonder if this is trust the process part two yeah uh, i think they'll probably just build around simmons and Embiid. i don't know if they tear it all down it's possible but i doubt it i think they want to win now in philly and they've got who Embiid and simmons are still pretty young who who's who's got more money the most money on that squad? Tobias Harris makes thirty two million a year. Horford's getting 20. Oh, that's yeah. Horford got twenty eight and Bead's at twenty seven. Josh Richardson's at ten and Simmons is at eight. That's like their whole comp, that's like their whole team right there. Like five guys. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I 
Tobias Harris. I mean, he's getting paid, but yeah. also he's, he's he's producing. I mean, he's getting 19 points a game. So, I mean, five if you can years. keep him, yeah, that's a lot. How old is he? It's he's he's been deal. in the league. So, he's been in the year eight years. Let's say he's almost 30 at this point, right? Tobias Harris is 28 years old, yeah. Right. So, he's up there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think if you just keep him and you keep Joel Embiid and then you keep Simmons, I think you're all right. The problem is Joel Embiid usually gets hurt once a year, mm-hmm. you know, and Al Horford, that's good, but he's older. I think, I think what they need to do is this, is I think they need to keep old Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, get rid of Al Horford, some of these other guys who, who just aren't really cutting it. Um, and a little bit older, get rid of them, and you get maybe some young players and build around those three guys. Like Josh Richardson, definitely keep him. Mm-hmm. Horford's yeah. the older guy. He's the older, older player. I could see them trying to move him. He's a good passing big man. He's a good rebounder, but he's just—I think he's declining. It's possible. Still a good player though. 30, Still, I don't know. Thirty-four if years old. Yeah, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's the first guy moved. I think they try to get off of Tobias Harris's contract because that was a – he's just not worth – they're going to be paying him almost $40 million in four years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, if you can find somebody to take that off of you for 19 points a game, I don't know. You find somebody to take that off, that just looks like the move to me from them. They'll yeah. be making moves. They're going to be making some trades. I wouldn't be surprised if they make some trades with Houston, Philly, that is, because of the relationships that Maury has in Houston. Right. I could see something like that happening. They're, yeah. They'll be good. I don't know. I mean, I would, I would, Doc Rivers, they've kind of revamped things up there. And the reason Maury went, I think the reason he said he wanted to spend more time with his family was because his family's from up there in the Northeast. And if yeah. they live anywhere up there, I mean, it's like an hour. Everything's like an hour away up there, you know, mm-hmm. up near Boston and wherever he's from, Philly, New York. Everything's like an hour or two apart. So the commute, not that big of a deal. I w- I'm not surprised at all. I mean, we had mentioned it on a previous podcast. that It was like, dude, somebody's going to offer him a job from the Northeast. I thought maybe it would be like. Something in Boston, but Philly's right there. Not right. surprised. Not surprised at all. This dude's still young, and he's he's been so important to what's happened in the NBA lately. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think I think it's a good deal. I think it's a good hire for sure. You know, I, I think they're 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 smart on doing that, getting Doc Rivers. I think they're going to be all right. They're going to make a lot of moves. I think a lot of their players are really big. They kind of play the same position too, to a point. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to get rid of some of these guys and get some shooters, man. I mean, I don't know who's available, but I mean, he, he's going to get some. He's going to get some shooters. That's what I think. He can get rid of some of his contracts, get some shooters, some young guys, and see what happens. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we should go on to Instagram. Why not? It kind of defeats. That? It kind of defeats the purpose because the reason I wanted to do it was to like let other people talk. But we said we were going to do it, so we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's cool. 
I initially thought you were coming in studio and then we'd have like I'd let random people join us, but it's all right. You can just join in and then we'll, uh, we'll just have some fun with it. Let's do it. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Yo, yo. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Perfect. Okay. That's awesome. Nobody's on here, but we can just start. Right. What a. But what's, right. co- what's cool too is that if it show it shows that I'm on with you as well. Yeah. So all my followers and stuff will see this as well. Oh, That's nice. pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. So they can join as well. That's neat. Brian Analog. <sighs> what up, Brian? Should we talk about some news? Yeah, some news. That's about all there is in the NBA right now. The big story is uh, the NBA starting date, right? Mm-hmm. They want to do like 72 games and start around December 1st, which is like a month from now. They want it to end before the Summer Olympics start in July. They're talking about doing a play-in tournament. The MBPA is opposing the plan, though, and they want to start, like, later, like mid-January. There's just not a lot of time for rest. That would be 51 days of rest between, like, Miami and the Lakers' last game and the next game if they start December 1st. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's only a month away. There's still so much uncertainty. Right. There's so many unanswered questions still on money distribution fans in the stands right I, I saw something that said that if the nba doesn't get back to playing basketball normally they're going to lose up to 40 percent of revenue this year yeah they're Isn't that ta- crazy yeah they're talking about a billion dollars in losses if the start of the season is delayed to 2021 right that's incredible amount of money yeah it's sickening after they've what's already up? lost. What's up, Kevin? What's up, Kieran? How y'all doing? <laughs> Kieran definitely wants to talk basketball. She knows it. Nice. <laughs> Initially, I thought Laddie was coming over here. I mean, we already talked about it, but right. And then we were just—I was the plan was just to have random people be able to join in, you know, which will be fun. We'll do that some other time. Right. Because you're just not here. I gotta get ready. I got all this. I had all this crap. I gotta do. I'm going out of town, Kieran. I'm going out of town. I'm going to uh, Gatlinburg this weekend. Let me bring you back some fudge from the fudge shop. <laughs> Tell Karen, uh, but no. Karen, next time we do this, uh, tune in and we'll. You can come on if you want. Karen will come in. She she got she likes the Grizzlies. She, she worked with me at the radio station. She uh, oh nice. She goes to all the she got like she goes to all the Grizzly games. Oh okay. So she knows basketball and we will, Hey, I'm staying in that Dollywood hotel actually too. The, the Dolly hotel. I'm, I'm going to Gallenberg then Nashville. So should be fun. But uh, yeah, anyways, basketball. Yeah. So the problem is that there's nobody's really sure when to start the season. And if they want to start it in a month, like there's a lot of shit they got to figure out still. Worst case scenario would be like the termination of the CBA, which would almost guarantee no basketball for a long time. Mm-hmm. I saw this one report where ESPN, TNT have strongly encouraged the NBA to return to a traditional calendar. And that's all just a ratings thing. 
you know? Right. The league's projecting an extra $500 million in revenue if they can begin the season on December 22nd. So there's a lot of money at stake. And eventually, it, I feel like the money's going to be the most important thing. Right. Like everybody's going to go along with whatever the money goes, it seems like. It's so crazy. I mean, like, it's, they, don't, they don't even have like an off season, you know? Yeah. It's two months, really. Yeah. I mean, if you're saying December 22nd, yeah. dude, that's in like eight weeks. Yeah. It's training camp beginning around December 1st. When does the season normally start? The season normally starts in October, right? Yeah. They start like preseason. Training camps definitely in October normally. Right. Oh, that's what I thought. Wow, that's so crazy. Let's see. What else do you want to talk about, Letty, in the basketball world? <laughs> do we talk about D'Antoni? No, but we can. Yeah, let's still want to do that. D'Antoni, he uh he joins Steve Nash in the uh Brooklyn Nets as a uh coach, mm-hmm. as an assistant coach. And if you know, remember Steve Nash played for D'Antoni in Phoenix, which was awesome. They had a great squad there. It was a good coach. Under D'Antoni, Steve Nash won two MVPs, which is huge. And now it comes full circle to where now the the apprentice is now the he's the one running the show now, you know? Yeah, I think it's a smart move to have another guy in their corner that really knows basketball. Right. Especially as like a first time coach for Nash. Jacques Vaughn is still there, but D'Antoni just kind of gives them like a veteran presence on the coaching staff. Right. We figured it out. He's like almost 70 years old or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It's probably a good dude to have around. Yeah. But also, like D'Antoni, he's been on those USA teams before as like an assistant coach, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, what's up, Jesse? And, uh, you know, I just think having the dude on there is going to be awesome. I think Steve Nash is going to be a good coach. I think that's just a good look for the whole thing. So then you have like veteran players, kind of like uh, Kyrie Irving and um, um, uh, Kevin Durant. They're going to look at D- Mike D'Antoni back, man. You're a winner. You're a glorified winner to go with this brand new coach who's a winner on the on the court. So I think it's a good matchup too. Yeah, I mean, Nash and D'Antoni kind of worked together to create that seven seconds or less offense that the Phoenix Suns ran for years in the mm-hmm. mid, mid-2000s there. I think it's a good deal. I think it's smart. There's not really a whole lot else to say, in my opinion, about it. I, yeah, I just think it's a good, a good yeah, move. I mean, it, it seems solid. I guess D'Antoni didn't have any other offers as a head coach anywhere. That's what I would say. Right. There's only there's Pretty one much. there's all the coaching spots have been filled, except for Oklahoma. That's the only one. That's, that's right. That's the only one that's still up in the air. That's right. Houston just got Stephen Silas. Silas. Yep. I liked his dad. Stephen Silas is the new coach of the Houston Rockets, and his dad was Paul Silas, and he coached. Uh, he co- he coached for a while, like twenty two years. That dude was a coach. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, Did he coach LeBron his first stint in uh, Cleveland? I think so. I know that Steven, the younger one, definitely worked with Paul Silas for a long time. Yeah. Where he kind of learned. Steven Silas is coming from Dallas where he was an assistant coach under Rick Carlisle. I think everybody likes Steven Silas. He's 47 years old. He's the 
first new hire, the Rockets' new upper management. He has a strong reputation, Silas. His reputation is he's even-tempered. He's a likable style. He's a smart dude. He's an Ivy League graduate. Went to uh, Brown University. That speaks a lot. He's Some people are comparing him to Brad Stevens, the head coach in Boston. Oh, wow. It sounds like Houston got a guy that's kind of like ready for his opportunity. He's a younger yeah. guy. They probably don't have to pay him a lot. He's getting his shot. You know what I mean? He's coached a bunch of guards. He's he's coached Steph Curry, Kemba Walker, Luka Doncic. He should have no problem. I think he's a player's coach for sure. Um, he should work well with Harden and Westbrook if those guys remain on that team. Yeah. It'll be interesting to watch. Should be fun. You got to root for the young guy that's getting his first shot, you know? Mm-hmm. But he gets high praise from everybody. Nobody's. I've heard nothing bad about the guy. Dude, even uh, Mark Cuban's out there is being like, yo, congratulations, you know? It's like there's right. no love loss there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he knows it's, that's not a lateral move. He's he's made yeah, he's yeah. made lateral moves, but this is definitely like a promotion, you know? Mm-hmm. Anybody have any questions? Anybody want to say anything? Uh, just type it in the chat there and Laddie will read it. <laughs> I can read, I read, I'll read them off. Did you hear about Sean Kemp? No, what happened? Sean Kemp came out and he said that uh, he was doing an interview with somebody and basically he was just kind of talking. And he said during his whole career, he smoked weed while he, while he played in the NBA. Sounds right. And, right. And he said that, like, going in day in, day out. And I mean, he was a big dude, you know, but he said because he got hurt and everything, he didn't want to, like, pop pills. He said a lot of players were taking pills for their pain and stuff like that. He said he would just kind of smoke weed and just and and made it better. So he's a big advocate for it. He doesn't think anything is wrong with it. And I think that's a, you know, I think that's a good move. I think it, and I think it's a strong move. I think more athletes should come out there and say that. To be honest with it, I agree. Yeah, I just kind of thought that Sean Kemp. You're just like, yeah. he didn't play like he was high. <laughs> no, I mean that dude was an energy player for sure. And that's the whole thing is weed affects people differently. Some people, it's a downer some people are fine with it you know some people are functioning on it just fine and that's all just knowing what you're getting into and it's interesting to to hear about guys that are playing high like does a coaching staff or like an owner of a team where you're paying people millions of dollars do you really want your whole roster to be stoned every night no but i mean it just more and more and more players keep coming out and saying it steven jackson said it right you know more, more and more players keep coming out, so they just need to like just not test for that in the NBA, I think. I think they just need to get rid of that. I like it as an alternative to using the painkillers and whatnot, though. Like the option. For sure. It's, and the NFL's already done away with worrying about pot. It's probably just, yeah, about, it's, so. it's just a matter of time before it becomes more acceptable. and Right, right. Not looked at as such a bad thing like it has mm-hmm. been, you know. Yeah, I mean, if they just get more players coming out saying that they do it and it's okay, then I think everybody's like, okay, fine, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. So, Pot's not the worst thing in the world. But there is no. like, I mean, it, it, there is like a thing. Like, the way it is perceived, a lot of people still think it's comes with a negative connotation, you know? And especially when you have all the little kids that are into the NBA mm-hmm. that are looking up to these sports figures. It's like you got to have that conversation with a kid 
Like, well, they do it for health reasons. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Because they're, 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 um, I think you can be too young to smoke pot. Yeah, I think so. I think you can. On a different note, did you see how they came out with all new uniforms for next year? No. Everybody? Yeah. Well, not everyone, but a lot of teams did. And they just announced them uh, today, actually. And, then, and so I'm looking at them. It's on NBA.com, but it's every new uniform for the 2020-2021 season. Oh, okay. Man, some of them look good, and some of them are just garbage. One thing I do like is that the Atlanta Hawks are rocking a black MLK. They're going to wear it during an MLK game. I like that. That looks, that looks really good. It looks really smooth. The Nets, basically, I don't know if this is like tie-dye, but it's red, white, and blue. Now, they're probably going to rock those black ones every once in a while, you know? Uh, but this is like red, white, and blue, and it looks and it looks tie-dye. It's uh, really weird, and it's got a picture of Kyrie Irving rocking it. It looks really weird. I'm not a fan of that one. Yeah, I don't usually get too much into the uniforms. I don't know. I like some of the throwbacks. Yeah, I like the throwbacks. The Warriors are rocking one that says uh, Oakland on it. I saw that. That's a weird one because why are they wearing – like, I don't know. What kind of message are they trying to send with that jersey? Like, oh, we still want people in Oakland to buy our merchandise and watch our games even though we moved out of your city. Right. (laughs) That's what what they said on their Twitter. Yeah, it says Oakland is and will always be part of our team's identity. Oakland forever. Yeah, I mean, they're playing that card like, oh, yeah, we're going to miss you and don't forget about us. But, dude, that's a marketing move. That's PR all day. It is. Come on. Don't be mad at us. (laughs) Dude, the Blazers have a brand new one. There says Oregon on it. And it's different. Yeah, it's like black. And then like on on the left side, it has like a orange yellow blue and red and it's supposed to kind of be like the majestic mountains landscapes of oregon it looks all right all right and the toronto raptors there's kind of the same but other than that there's only like those four teams one two charlotte's got a new one too it, it looks the same pretty much but uh i don't know i like it when teams get new uniforms i was a big i'm a big fan of that because you know living in houston we we, we had ours there was like basically the red yellow and white kind of and then they went to the ugliest uniforms ever with they had a rocket ship remember that one yeah houston had the pinstripes with the rocket ship that had a smiley face on it man those were like those are just as ugly as hell but but i like i like i like looking at uniforms you know even even the ones the mavs had last year the ones that looked like it was like very bright colors like the green and the bright blue i really like that you know what happened this week that I'm super interested in? Hmm. Online gambling in the state of Tennessee is legal. It started Sunday. Did you hear about yesterday? this? Yesterday? Yeah. Do you know about this? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's totally legal. So you can gamble from your couch in the state of Tennessee. Well, what's the website? Well, there's, <laughs> there's certain companies that are already approved. It's... If I remember, it's FanDuel, DraftKings, and like MGM. You can download okay. the, that MGM app. And I think there's one more. But I don't, it wasn't like something I remember. Like okay. I, 
I, I heard of that. I heard that. Yeah, with the FanDuel and all that and the DraftKings. I heard that. They've been advertising all over the place. Right, yeah. Online gambling is definitely going to be a regular segment for us going forward. <laughs> I'm just going to kind of keep up with what I'm betting on, and we can come on here and have a little segment about it. Yeah, for um, sure. I didn't have a good week this week. So what you do is you sign up for your account, and you can deposit with cash. You don't even have to like tie your bank account in and take withdrawals that way. You can just use cash. You can do whatever you want. They send you a barcode, and you take it up to like Family Dollar. I think that's one of the people. You can go to like Seven Eleven, Family Dollar, and the reg the cashier scans your barcode, and then you pay them the money, and then it goes into your account online. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I tried it That's out. Awesome. I tried it out Sunday morning before all the football games started. And it worked. Everything was fine. Everything was fine except for like the Titans screwed up all my parlays. I probably made like nine bets. And I won yeah. I won one. <laughs> I won the last game of the night. Was the uh what was it? The Cowboys game? The Cowboys Eagles. And I took the Eagles to cover against the Cowboys because the Cowboys are trash. Right. And so I won that bet, and I got like half of my money back that I lost. New Orleans didn't cover so, against the Bears. That screwed me over. But the Dallas – Philly beating Dallas was the highlight of my day. That's cool. Well, I'm, I'm reading it right now, and like I think, yeah, you're, you're right. You can – so basically all I got to do is I got to go online to one of these things – I put in my bet, and then I go to a gas station or Family Dollar. They scan it, and then my money. Then I pay them, and my money goes into the online deal. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, man. I'm pretty excited to have somewhere like I don't have to drive nowhere. I can just well, legally gamble. Like I don't have to worry about getting like weird checks in the mail from Malaysia and shit. The Grizzlies actually today, the Memphis Grizzlies announced a partnership. With sports betting and daily fantasy sports operator FanDuel, uh, it took one day for them to announce their partnership. You know, <laughs> this has probably been in the works for a while. Right. So you're gonna see FanDuel logos everywhere when you're wa when you're at the arena in Memphis or you're watching the games on TV. FanDuel is gonna be all over the place. You know, they must have given the Grizzlies a ton of money. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's if you ask why they would make that partnership, I would say it's 100% advertising for FanDuel. Yeah, I mean, it looks super cool. I'm on this, I'm on playusa.com slash TN right now. Yeah. And it's all the it's all the information you just gave, but that's super cool. Damn, I want to put some money on this football game tonight. Thank God I didn't because the Buccaneers are losing. They're but losing? Mean, yeah, Giants <laughs> are winning 14 to 9. Get out of here. Come on, Tampa Bay. I got money on this one. A lot. Who do you pick? I just took the Bucks to win, but it was like a big you gotta bet big to win a little just to yeah. bet on the win. I thought it was a sure thing. So I, I got sure. I got quite a bit of cash sitting on that game. <laughs> Come on, Bucks. You guys, dude. That's dude, I mean, I'm th I'm thinking right now, what can I go bet? So you can do every sport, right? Anything you want. Oh, you think they're going to have like the election? <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I wouldn't bet on it. 
you know, it's funny is that I, I forgot what it was, but when they first started the online betting stuff, they could do it. They had like future bets, you know, yeah. and it was like, who's going to win like a Grammy or an Oscar or, or, you know, it's like crazy. When's someone going to die? Like it was the weirdest kind of betting you would ever think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. MGM's got all the good prop bets and shit. Like if I, if you were going to start an account, I'd probably do it with MGM. I, I, but. I yeah, know. I saw the commercial that says bet MGM too. I saw that. I think MGM. I really like MGM. They're gonna have everything. I don't know. I haven't looked at FanDuel or DraftKings yet. But I don't know. Be interested to look at those. And honestly, whichever one has the better odds is the one you should be using. But I don't want to get into a position where I got money just spread out all over all these different fucking apps. You know. Right. Oh no, it'll come. That day will come, Jeff. Don't play. <sighs> So the FanDuel is going to be marketing on radio, television, digital advertisements. It's going to be everywhere. FanDuel, that's crazy. I mean, I'm I'm super excited about it. I think it's great because I'd usually, I know so many people that have to go to Tunica or across mm-hmm. the bridge, you yeah. know, to uh, Southland to go gamble. Yeah, and that's kind of a hassle. And then you have to go back to get your money and. This is just this just takes all the shit out of it. I mean, it's going to kill their sports books in tu- right. in Tunica and in West Memphis. They've been I mean, it, getting it from us long enough, anyway. Yeah, but this is awesome. I mean, like I said, if you can bet from your house, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or basically, in, I think it's great, and I think it's going to be crazy come Saturday. College football is going to be awesome when it comes to betting stuff now. Yeah. You don't have to go be around people or anything. Right. Well, bookies need to change up their thing now, you know. <laughs> Tennessee is the eighth state where FanDuel offers mobile sports betting since the company started in 2009. And that, that was like a big controversy when FanDuel started, you know. It was like a pl- – so FanDuel is a place where you can compete in like daily draft contests. You can compete, right. you compete against other people for cash. It's basically gambling, but for some reason it wasn't considered gambling. And that's because playing daily fantasy for money is legal by federal law in the United States and in Canada. According to federal law, fantasy sports are a game of skill. Therefore, they are not gambling. <laughs> well, if there's money involved, that shit's gambling. It's 100%. What's up, Kristen? It's totally gambling. Uh, yeah, it's definitely gambling. <laughs> Hello. Definitely gambling. It's just they figured people are going to vote on People are going to gamble on their own fantasy. Might as well do it on that. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty interesting story. I mean, it broke the day after it's legalized. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a smooth. Hi. I think that's a smooth, smooth thing. You hear that, Kristen? We're going to go bet now. Now we can bet. We don't have to go down to Tunica. So, uh, We'll go to your house, watch some games, and everyone's going to be checking their phone to see if they won. Yeah, dude. This is great. It's great. Just I would advise to – I kind of went – I kind of got out of control being the first day. I was like, dude, I'm making all kinds of like nine-team parlay bets on the NFL games. All right. And, I mean, if any of them had hit, I mean, if they pay off hugely – but I did not. Right. I mean, I struck out, except for that last one, the last game of the day. <laughs> Kristen said we've been a bit, we've been a we would have been broke betting on the Astros and the Braves. <laughs> she's a 
she's a Braves fan, of course, you know, like the Astros. Now you're right about that. We definitely would have lost that one. Yeah, I would say don't bet with your heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to make smart decisions. I bet you could do future bets too, like who do you think is going to win in like the national championship? I oh, bet yeah. you could bet on that now. Definitely. Yeah, that's all. all right, that's, you can bet on like who's going to score the first touchdown. You can bet on anything. That's awesome. See, Kristen, that's what we should do. We're going to get everyone together. Everyone's going to throw in $5, and then we're going to go ahead and bet on some team to win the national championship. And then if we do it, then we have a big party. That's what I'm talking about. If we win. $5. Let's see. You better get a lot of people together. Uh, we can get some people together. You get like 20 people right there, $5 a piece. Bet, bet on some crazy one to win. I mean, it'd be, it'd be smooth too, you know? Sounds like fun. Yeah, it'd be neat. I'm, I'm down. I'd definitely do that. <laughs> she said, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. I just think it's great. I think that they were going to have online betting and they needed it more and more and more. Jason Ochuck. Jason Ochuck. What's up, dude? His, I know he's all about he's about betting. Yeah. He's a bartender. He, he he knows how to bet. That's what we need to do here. What's up, Bennett? You know what we need to do here. We need to we need to do that. We need to like go ahead since this is like a basketball podcast. Mm-hmm. We need to go ahead and like do that. We need to like have people <laughs> give us money and then, <laughs> then we'll go bet like on a champion for next year. And do it right now before the odds get super crazy. You know, well, uh, I mean, what do you have in mind? I don't know. I think maybe what we could do is like, I don't know how you would do it, but basically what people would do is maybe Venmo, right? Like you do a house of hoop Venmo and everyone puts in a, everyone puts in a dollar and maybe if we dicey. get like, right. But maybe if we just get like a hundred people and say, Hey, we're going to pick this team now or we'll figure it out. But basically let's pick a team now to win the championship before the odds go super crazy. You know what, laddie? I think what you're talking about is illegal betting other people's yes. money. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to do that. That is true. Well, how about this? <laughs> how about y'all vent me the money and then, I, and then I'll you can do it. it. I just wouldn't talk about it over any programs. <laughs> right. But no, I think, but I think we should though, for the podcast, I think that that would be one, one cool thing is like me, you and Bo for sure. Coleslaw cookie, man. What up cookie? I haven't seen you in a while. Where the hell are you been? Yeah. Next time we do this, laddie, you're going to come over and we'll invite, we'll be able to invite people to come on and that'll be fun. I think. Right. To have right. You know, the voice of the people, you know? Right. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I think it'd be fun too. But I do think that we should do that. We should all each each of us we take a different team and we try to see who's gonna win a championship and we do the bet, you know? Yeah, I mean that I definitely wanna do like a a segment every week. Just basically talking about what we did online gambling. I mean, if you wanna get a group of people together, go ahead. I'm probably not gonna get involved with that i don't know it's hard to say no, right I now mean, I, don't, I don't want to make any plans that we can't keep i don't want right. to like jump into something on a impulsive decision or anything right well that just the whole gambling thing just took it to a whole new level you know what i'm saying absolutely i cannot wait it's been i've done it one day i just bet on football games and it was a blast had a good damn time 
Did you go back today or did you bet on this game? Yeah. Oh, Tampa Bay's up 15 to 14. All I need is a win. I ain't even bet the ports point spread. Just took the win. That's all we got to do. It's crazy. That is awesome. I definitely need to check that out. Yeah. Definitely need to check that out. I'm trying to think there's no game tomorrow. Um, man, you're going to have me betting on like <laughs> Temple Temple versus Georgia State games and crap like that. Now. Well, I'll tell you, laddie, don't bet with anything you can't afford to lose. <clears throat> Yo Gotti told me Yo Gotti told me that scary money don't make money. So Yeah, I mean that's a fact, but What's up, Gretchen? I'm giving myself like, I don't know. It's hard. I don't want to have to even put more money in. I think it would be interesting to keep up. I put a hundred dollars in. Okay, I'll say it. I don't give right. a shit. I put a hundred bucks in for the first go at it. I think it would be interesting to keep up with that hundred dollars and see if I can what I can turn it into, build it up, or right. not have to reinvest money would be ideal. So if y'all are just joining us, we're talking about how you can actually gamble in Tennessee now. Like online gambling is legal. Uh-huh. So it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I know Gretchen, she's a, she likes the uh, the Chicago Cubs. Maybe she can put money on them to win the, the World Series next year. Baseball is like the hardest thing. Like the NBA is not easy by any means, but sometimes you can catch like clues on how that's going to go. But baseball is like the hardest thing to bet on, dude. You have to keep up with the pitchers. You got to know whether or not teams are on like hitting streaks. It's just really difficult to and 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 every like a game can end one to zero, and the spread will yeah. be the spreads are typically like a run and a half. It's just really difficult to bet on baseball. I've found it to be frustrating, to say the least. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I would just, I would just want to go for like the future bet. See who in, you know, at the end of the year, or whatever. Those are fun. I, I had a bunch of future bets down at Tunica, NCAA championship bets that I still got to right. take down there and see if they'll give me my money back for. So that was kind of like the big thing that I saw this week was online gambling. Yeah, I like that. I think that's really cool. I see our podcast is on Stitcher now. Do you know Stitcher? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. We're on there. If people don't want to use Apple or Spotify, you can catch us on Stitcher. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Okay, so I saw a movie the other day. I'm going to get the dude's name real quick. Did you ever watch The League? You watched The League. Yes. The movie is called Creep. Have you seen that? No, I don't think so. All right, it's on It's on uh, Netflix. And it was Halloween, you know, because Halloween was the other day. And I was like, hold on, I want to watch a scary movie. So I looked up there and it's Creep is the name of this movie. And it's got one of the guys in the league. He's in it. He plays Pete in the league. Oh, yeah. That guy's in a lot of movies. Yeah. Mark Duplass. D-U-P-L-A-S. Pat would know. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, I talked to Pat about it yesterday, actually. But anyways, this guy he he wrote it, and anyways, it's it's like a mixture between Blair Witch Project and um, another video handheld video camera movie where the guys running around the city, Cloverfield. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I've seen that, but uh, anyways, it's really weird. It's just it's just really weird, and um, 
so it's a mixture between those two movies. So basically this guy's filming this guy running around. Right. And what's really cool about it is it's, you're watching, you're like, dude, this is horrible. But then it starts getting just really weird. You're like, hold on, I'm going to keep watching it just to see what it plays out to be. It's gotten really, really good ratings. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, he does good movies. I know who you're talking about. Man, I'm telling you, the budget of this movie was probably, there's only two people in the whole movie. And, I, and it was, the budget was super, super cheap. I guarantee it. But anyways, it's really good, and then they made a Creep 2, and apparently Creep 2 is better than Creep 1. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about that. Well, go watch it. It's good. <laughs> that dude was in this movie called Paddleton that I really liked. It was uh, kind of kind of a sad movie, but him and Ray Romano were in it, and it was kind of funny. It was kind of sad. The dude's, like, dying or something, but... Yeah, he does. It was a good movie. Whatever. Yeah, I want to. I need to check it out. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty good actor. I like him. He's been in a lot, a lot of stuff. How do you say his name? Mark Dublas. Yeah, it's so crazy. His IMDb, like that's what I'm reading, and like it's like uh, he's an actor producer known for Creep. <laughs> you would think it'd be like he's known for the League, and then he also does movies. But whatever, you know. I'll check it I out. I guess man. it is what it is. I don't know jack shit about it. It's it's weird. It's different, but I mean, if you know, if you're looking for something to watch, he played in the, the morning show recently, and I guess that had a Jennifer Aniston in it. Yeah, Paddleton. Okay, there it is. Yeah, he was in there. That's 2019. Yeah, it was an interesting movie. Whatever. I think he's a good actor, though. I think he's one of those guys because he was in, like I said, the league is it's funny, but then he's in this movie. He's obviously something different, and I'm sure there's like some other different stuff. This movie creep that this guy's in is freaking weird. All right. Oh, wow. He did creep before he did. No, he did it while he was doing the league. Free agency could start as early as 72 hours after the NBA draft. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's going to be draft. And then like three days later, free agency starts. And this all kind of lines up with them trying to start. The season on December 22nd. Daryl Morley is going to be really busy. Dude, all these dudes are going to be busy as shit. <laughs> you know, I wonder, I, I, I mean, I, I, bet, I just, I just wonder how like the, just the players and everything's going to be. I know like your, your top 60, 70 players, you know, are probably going to be like still in shape and everything, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I guarantee they, they got to be in shape and still kicking, you know, but I mean, how many games did they actually play this year in college? Do you remember? I don't remember, dude. That seems like a forever ago. I know. Look it up. I heard this uh, one. I heard this one story about Lamelo Ball. He's reportedly not performing well in interviews. <laughs> so, like, if it's like a job interview, like he's not getting hired. Really? Multiple sources are saying he's had like bad interviews. I don't know what the hell that's all about. The, uh, the reports are that he's just not improving his perception via job interview. Mm-hmm. So hey, pe- maybe people already have kind of an idea about him, and he's like kind of reassuring their ideas about him, whether those are – I think it sounds like they're bad. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, my buddy Kyle just joined. Kyle, what's up? Kyle may know this question. Kyle, we're wondering – we're talking basketball. How many college basketball games were – 
actually played this year. Do you remember? Do you know? I think the whole season almost played is what it was. I'm at February 29th, and they played games on February 29th. March 6th, they played games. March 12th, they didn't play games. March 12th. Okay, hold on. So March – the last day was March 11th. College basketball season ended March 11th this year. March 15th, different leagues dropped out at different times. Right. Yeah, that's right. So basically March 14th is when they started canceling a lot of games. Dayton was number three at the time. Wow. So close. That's crazy. I mean, it's just, you know, I feel bad for all these basketball players because they go through their whole high school career. They go into college. And then some of these dudes are just badass. And then all of a sudden they're about to jump to the NBA. And then you don't even finish your season. And then the NBA season's all messed up. I mean, especially the seniors, you know. I feel bad for them. Stuck it out for four years. And maybe you were thinking, hey, this is our year. We could really do something special in the big dance. And then, boom, fuck you. They had some pretty good, man. There were some, Duke was 10 at the time. Creighton was 7. Baylor was 5. Florida State was number four. Kansas was number one. I bet it would have been a really good basketball season, a basketball tournament. Cookie, you're here with us. Did you get in on any of this online gambling yet? <laughs> I just kind of want to let you guys know the, the reason we did this Instagram Live was because I wanted to give people a chance to interact. Of course you did. Of course you did online gambling. Of course you did degenerate um i wanted to give people a chance to let their voices be heard but me and laddie miscommunicated and he uh decided to call in this week instead of come in Mm -hmm. we'll do it again the next time uh it's just me and laddie i'll have him come over here and then we'll uh give people an opportunity to join in via instagram and speak their mind, you know. You talk about whatever. Doesn't even have to be hoops. Talk about whatever the fuck we want. It doesn't matter. Can we talk about the Giants are up two points on Tampa Bay? Oh, uh, what quarter is it? Second, fourth, fourth quarter. No, you're lying. You didn't, dude. You didn't turn your clock back, did you? I just have no concept of what time it is. <laughs> it's uh it just started it's 13 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter new york's up 17 to 15 tom brady is not going to lose to the new york giants it ain't happening i don't think so he's gonna find a if way they win if no, they lose then i deserve it and i'll never bet on tom brady ever again and then i gotta go put more money in my account cookie said he already had 40 dollars in FanDuel. He good to go. That game put Robert right to sleep. <laughs> Is he out? Charlene's my Charlene's my. Uh, I don't know what I call her. It's my cousin's wife, so she's family then. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, Charlene. Since uh, so, I do a podcast with Jeff. We talk basketball. We do this on Mondays. We just went to the Instagram and kind of did it up a little bit different. Yeah, man. Maybe when when should be the draft? Soon, right? November eighteenth. November 18th, so we've got about, I don't know, two and a half weeks left to go. Yeah, 16 days. 
He says, hey, laddie, did you finally get a job? Hope so. No, White Lightning, I did not have a job yet. <laughs> I do a podcast with Jeff. We talk about basketball. And uh, so we're just kind of shooting the shit about everything else. Uh, well, what's up? You hiring? <laughs> Today I, I worked on uh, my buddy's got a lawn service. And so I went and we, we did leaves. We blew leaves, man. Like it took all day long. From, we started at nine this morning to ended at five and I'm just tired. So quick question. Yeah. What's the question? What do you got? No, I can't play your song on the radio. <laughs> Thanks man. I appreciate it. I'm going to get back on here soon. No, 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 no. I mean, well, I've been doing this podcast with Jeff. How many episodes, Jeff? This is 38 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so we so we just talk basketball and stuff like that. So I mean, like you know, radio's kind of in my blood. And then when Jeff asked me to do this, I was doing it. So yeah, I, I, I wish it was a job. I, uh, the station it flipped. It, it's all top. It's like eighties music now instead of top forty. At some point, we'll figure out a way to monetize this without selling our souls. And perhaps it can be your job, Laddie. I'll sell my soul. <laughs> i don't have a job but uh yeah so the station flip formats basically they're playing 80s music now which it doesn't suck but they just got rid of all of us and they switched formats i don't know i'm trying to get some jobs i ran into a friend of mine i think i might be trying to get a job over at a restaurant here in memphis like bartending that's kind of what i'm gonna do but uh miss hearing you in the mornings. thanks man i i i, I miss working in the mornings so but that's the goal is ultimately get back in radio for sure so this is suffice though. It's really good. High school football. Oh, high school football playoffs start this weekend. Where are they? They're in what? Uh, I'm gonna say Arlington. They're like in Atoka, right? Where do they play? These are like my my cousins. Oh, okay. Charlene, how many football games did they play this year? Did they play a whole schedule? I wonder about that too, though, Jeff. Brighton. That's right, Brighton. It is crazy. I, I would like to. I would like to talk to some people about that because i want i don't know anything about high school sports if they even had them yeah they were doing off high the school. last three weeks oh really yeah i guess it came out the uh shelby county was tr contact tracing a lot of covid cases back to sports sporting events and uh right it kind of was looking bad well they ended up in in shelby county they got rid of them but like they're playing in brighton mm -hmm. atoka I think Arlington, I think they're all playing. So, okay. you know, hey, good for them if they have a full season. Yeah, I mean, it makes it's, – it's less people there, so it's less chance of an outbreak. Yeah. Absolutely, I understand it, yeah. So, who are we pulling for then? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're obviously pulling for Brighton, right? Like, uh, we're, the playoffs, they played a random team from Bolivar to miss and try to fill. Oh, okay. Oh, random team from Bolivar to – Oh, to Mississippi and try to fill in. Oh, okay. They're trying to fill in the schedules. Okay. That's cool. Tough. Man. So what are they good? Is, Bright is Brighton good? I don't know. I don't know. Is Brighton good? Is that who we're pulling for this year? <laughs> I told I told my cousin Robert, that's her husband. I told him, I was like, man, I want to go out there and see him. They play on Saturdays, you know? I want to go out there and see him play. I just haven't been around to it, man. With everything that happened with me and all this crap, I, like, I haven't been able to go out there. Sure. But if they win this week, uh, let me know. I'll try to go out there next week. Charlene, I'm going to Gatlinburg uh, 
Friday. So I'm going to be out in town this weekend. But yeah, especially if they're in the playoffs. What's really cool about this, Jeff, is that so like everyone that you follow and follows you, they're watching this. And then everyone that follows me is watching this. So when they log on, it'll say Laddie is with House of Hoops. You know, mm-hmm. that's really cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like doing them live. It's more fun. Yeah. Definitely. Every night? There you go, White Lightning. Every night. We're going to have to start charging subscriptions if we're going to do it every night. <laughs> yeah, you can just make that check out to the Laddie Unemployment Fund. Um, <laughs> dot, dot TN. I got a job. Shoot. I worked probably 54 hours this week. So Damn. I'm a little tight on time as it is. Frankie Frank 16 is your friend. Hello, Frank. Should we talk about Malik Beasley at all? Should we? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about him. You know the that story? Guy, he, he went, I, I do. He's a genius. This guy's a basketball player in Minnesota, and these people are just going house hunting. They rolled up to his house, and he walks out there with a gun to the car. He points a gun at him and says, get out of my property. Yeah. So some folks, I guess they parked in his driveway or near his house. I have no idea. Outside his home is all it says. So, yeah, he walks up with a rifle pointed at him, telling him to get the hell out. So they call the cops. (laughs) They've got a 13-year-old kid in the car, you know? Mm -hmm. So the cops come in the house. I don't know. I guess they detected an odor, an overwhelming odor of marijuana. And uh, found, I guess, almost two pounds of pot in the basement living room. I don't know. Oh, wow. Next, This is the funny part. Is it says, next to the stash was a notebook with instruction on how to smoke the drug. No way. <laughs> yeah, so he got arrested and uh, a felony drug count charges. So that's not good. This guy's, uh, he's a... Uh, Restricted free agent this off season, which means he's probably not going to have a job. <laughs> yeah, no. Pointing guns at thirteen-year-olds and having drugs in your house is not a good look for the NBA. That's going to be a tough one for anybody to get behind. I can't imagine. Like the kid was had everything going for him. It's such a bummer. Yeah, like I don't, man. Like I said, um, this is. That y'all talk about basketball. I'm not a huge basketball fan. Yeah, this it's a basketball podcast pretty much, but we talk about everything. I mean, you know. He said Trump or Biden. I'm gonna speak up on that one. <laughs> not <laughs> Kanye Trump. West. <laughs> not Trump. Sorry. <laughs> he said not Trump. We're gonna vote for Kanye West tomorrow. Yeah. You know what? I almost did that. Like I almost did that on my Facebook. And I think I'm gonna do ways. it. I've got almost four. Well, I'm, right, I've got like five, almost 5,000 friends on Facebook. I just want to be like, did anyone vote for him? Kanye West. <laughs> I think that one person did. I sure hope not, man. He doesn't have a chance to win. It's like, it's like a trash vote. You might as well just right. go in there. You might as well just go in there and... Write your own name? Just write in nonsense. It means it gets, it gets the same result. That's so crazy, yeah. But we, you know what? I, I thought that, like, I mean, the whole Kanye West stuff, right? 
Years ago, he's talked about, oh, dude, I'll run, I'll run. And it's because he has the money to do it, right? Then all of a sudden, he just kind of went crazy and just kind of forgot, kind of forgot about it, you know? And I thought that the media would kind of start following him around and asking him to do more stuff, even though he wasn't going to win. He's not even on the ballots in some states and stuff. I just thought I for think, a gimmick, I thought they'd give him more attention. But I think that he took a lot of backlash for it. We're talking about Kanye, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he caught a lot of backlash about it. But I still think that he believes it can happen. And you'll probably keep hearing about him getting involved and if he sticks with it long enough and actually like learns about it, I could totally see it happening, but it's not going to be anytime soon. <laughs> right. We voted a reality TV star into office. Why can't it Kanye West? Like, you honestly, know? like I don't think it's a great idea at all, but I could see how it would happen if he sticks yeah, with absolutely. it and he starts like really getting into it. It won't be anytime soon, but when he's like, I don't know, much older. Shorty, what are you doing? I could see it. Yeah, me too. They said just like Prince Mongo. Right. <laughs> what a Prince Mongo, right, right. for president. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, so tomorrow's going to be a big day. We got that. You got to vote, right? Have you voted yet? Tomorrow is election quick... day. Please vote. People. My cat's two years old. So this is kind of funny. I'm going to go vote tomorrow. I vote. We talked about this last week a little bit, but uh, I vote on the day of the election just because I actually feel that I actually did doing something. I get it for time reasons and whatnot. People can vote beforehand and that's cool. Just vote, 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 just vote. So my girlfriend goes to go vote and uh, they're like, um, yeah, you're not in the registry anymore. It's like what? It's like, yeah. She hasn't voted since like 2006. And they, they said, we thought you probably are dead or moved away. <laughs> Oops. Right. That's she why, got, it's, she that's got why it's important to check your registration, folks. It, it is, right. She, her, her, she, she, um, she got in an accident and, and wasn't able to do a lot of stuff. And any one of those things was voting, obviously. And, uh, Mm-hmm. But I thought once you register, I didn't. I, I, I just thought that it kind of once you register, you register and that's it. Apparently not. Yeah, I didn't know there's like a there's like a timeline of like if you don't vote for X amount of years, like they cut you out and you have to re-register. That's weird. Does anybody have a score on the Tampa Bay game? <laughs> I do. Oh wow, look at this: twenty-two seventeen Tampa Bay. All right, Tom Brady is a legend. And he says George. J- George W. Bush. Haven't voted since George W. Bush. Hey, Dex. My favorite drink? Pee. Say purge peep after four years for not voting. That's great. Favorite drink? What kind of drink? Like alcohol or like uh, sodas and stuff? Budweiser. Budweiser is good. It's the strongest beard in mankind. Soda. Actually, my favorite, my favorite like drink ever is Minute Maid Orange. Minute Maid Orange is one of the best drinks of all time. It's so good. It's like refreshing, but it's also really, really good. I mess with Sprite too, because it doesn't have all that caffeine. But uh, yeah, pretty much those 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 two I rock with. Oh, it used to be really big on Dr Pepper. What about you, Jeff? What's your favorite soda? Beer. <laughs> Whatever's mixed with liquor. I don't know. I don't drink a lot of sodas. I guess Coke. 
love a Coke. Hey, growing up, though, growing up, you, would you have a go-to? I like ours orange, was always orange or purple. Purple, yeah. Grape, whatever. Vault, yeah. They discontinued Vault. My, we used to. My Sprite's always been big because my mom was like, you know, we try to take drinks out of the kitchen, and she didn't want to clean up orange or purple or all the other flavored crap. So if you spill a Sprite. It doesn't. It doesn't stain color. Pepsi. I don't know. What about you, Jeff? You Coke or Pepsi? Uh, probably Coke if I had to choose. But I don't. I don't drink a lot of sodas really. Typically, unless it's mixed with Jack Daniels. There you go. I yeah, I'm to, more Coke than Pepsi. I, I save that shit. Like I drink water and save like the calories, I guess, or the carbs or whatever for the beers. Right. Uh, that, dude, all that sugar is so bad for you. You should probably just, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do, but that shit is not good for you. <laughs> nah, I, I don't, I don't drink, I drink, I drink sodas probably once a week on my cheat day and that's today. So I drink like Sprite and I had pizza. I know so that's guy, my cheat day. I knew a guy that had like a hole in his small intestines because he was drinking so much Diet Coke. Yeah. Live alcoholic houseman. Yeah, no, but sodas are bad for you. I drink a lot of green tea, man. Like Lipton green tea, like that's really good. Like I'll drink that. I drink water. I drink tea and stuff like that. But like I only drink sodas, usually Sprite or Coke once a week. Diet Coke is gross. Yeah, that that shit will kill you. Yeah, it's nasty. (laughs) It'll put you in the hospital after several years of it. Waters, man. I mean, waters. Waters good. Now they have like I like flavored water. Flavored water is pretty good. Citrus green tea is my favorite. Citrus Lipton citrus green tea. I have two of those in the fridge. Those are one of the best drinks ever. There's no cat, really no caffeine into it. I mean, and it's all pretty much as natural as you can get it. You remember Jolt Cola, Jeff? You ever drink that? Negative. I had it once, and dude, that put me crazy. But you know what I miss though? I miss Snapple. Snapple was really good back in the nineties. I think they still make it, but I'm yes, not fan of that. It's it's around. I was just reading this story about uh Tony Kukoc talking about partying with Rodman. Kukoc goes on to say that he just couldn't really keep up with him. He was like, I needed seven to ten days to recover after partying with Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> He says Rodman orders drinks for twenty people at a time that he doesn't really know. <laughs> I could party with Rodman for a little bit. He said there were four of us out. Coop coach is saying this, and he goes, "The first thing Rodman ordered was a drink of forty shots of vodka and ten beers." I asked him if there were more people coming. He just said it's important to keep the bar open. Everybody who was at the bar that night. Had free food and drinks on Rodman. <laughs> Have you ever had drinks with a celebrity before? Like Dennis Rodman? No. I've had drinks with Dax like 20 years ago. I drank Houseman out of my house. <laughs> Dax, I don't, I don't know if you want me to tell the story, any stories about when we lived together. <laughs> I think I could probably say it. I don't know. Do you want me not to say anything? <laughs> he has like a family now. <laughs> but it's a thing of his past. 
it's not gross or anything. I think I can say it. You know how some people have like clothes in their drawers and shit? Mm-hmm. Like in their dresser drawers? Back, Dax used to be a heavy drinker and Dax would keep cases of Bud Light in his drawers just in case. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't think he'd be mad about that. It's, that was a long time ago. Dex is a different guy now. He's, he's, he's like uh, responsible or something. I don't know. All right. We should probably call it. Thanks for everybody watching and talking and participating. Definitely. Yeah, this is fun. We'll change of pace. Uh, thanks for putting up with just like listening to fucking me and Laddie talk about nothing all night. Appreciate y'all coming on and uh, joining us. Please don't forget to vote tomorrow. If you're registered, please do so. It's election day. Aside from that, you know, everybody just kind of be safe, you know. Watch out for each other. Is that too much to ask? Laddie, thanks for coming on. Bo, thanks for the voicemail. Yes, yes. We'll be back next week. Thanks, man. You motherfuckers.